Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. The latest issue of the Prophetic Observer is available right now. Articles that look at current events in the light of Scripture. With a subscription to the Prophetic Observer, you'll be able to keep time on God's prophetic clock. Get your copy of the Prophetic Observer today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also subscribe online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Today is going to be short and sweet, I hope sweet. Mark 4.14 introduces a story told by Jesus. The sower soweth the word. The parable of the sower has been repeated countless times. The word of God is the seed we have been given along with the task of sowing it. If you have ever seen a modern farm, you may have seen the equipment used to mechanically place the seeds in the ground and cover them to the correct soil depth to assure growth to a mature plant, whether corn, wheat, or some other crop. When the pilgrims came to North America nearly 400 years ago, the Native Americans taught them to plant corn and fertilize each seed with a piece of dead fish to add nutrients to the soil and boost production. In Bible times, the farmer would broadcast seed. That is, he would take a handful of grain and cast it out across the field move further down, and repeat the process until the whole field had been sowed. Typically, this would be done at the onset of the rainy season. One would presume he may have raked some soil over the seeds to keep them from being exploited to plunder by the birds. Some of the seed would fall into an area where it would not germinate, or where the birds, ever looking for a free meal, would get the seed before it could be protected. Other seed would land on rocks which abound in the Holy Land. Possibly some would be in a crevice or a depression where a little water might pool, allowing the seed to sprout, but it would soon die since there was no nutrition in the water alone. Even if it did survive for a while, eventually the hot sun would dry up the water and the sprout would die. If the farmer had prepared his land well, the seed would bring an abundant crop within its normal time, providing grain for sale, for family, and livestock. Some of the fields would produce more than others, depending on the quality of the soil, the amount of water, or the care taken by the farmer. The implication in this parable is that each believer in Jesus Christ is like the farmer. He has a bag full of seed, he has a field, and he has the commission to go into the world, his field, and preach the gospel. The first 20 verses of Mark 4 contain the parable and the explanation. The clear message is that we are responsible to sow, or tell, the gospel message to those who are in our field of influence. The sower is the individual Christian. He sows the word. 
Other farm workers water the fields, and still others may add fertilizer or pull up weeds. The seed we have is the best there is. So the potential is there for a bumper crop at harvest time. But it's dependent on our faithfulness to the task we have been given. We can call this Spiritual Farming 101. It's basic, and it's easy to understand, just like most of Christ's parables, earthly stories with heavenly meanings. The most difficult part of the whole concept is the motivation to the farmer. Too many of us are engineers, doctors, lawyers, Indian chiefs, or even housewives. We're not farmers. We're too sophisticated to share a tract with someone and give them the life-changing message of the gospel. But I can guarantee you this, when you decide to do what God commands, he will give you the words, the enthusiasm, and the opportunities to see that seed bear fruit. Many today are searching for answers in a troubled world. Those answers are found in the Word of God and shared by believers who care about others. If your church has gospel tracts, take a few. Give them to the gas station attendant, to the cashier at the store, a neighbor. If your church doesn't have them, ask why not. There is no good excuse for a Bible-believing church not to have them. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.